there's a rumor that Avril Lavigne died mm-hmm. and was replaced by a lookalike. So, so mm-hmm. skater boy Avril Lavigne is not current Avril Lavigne. Exactly, it's a different. It's a body double. Oh, so they took someone who looks like her. Yeah, 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 yeah. So the story is that Avril Lavigne, when she was first famous, uh-huh. had a body double because mm-hmm. she was like a nervous about being. She didn't like being famous, so the body double would do like appearances. Mm-hmm. And then Avril Lavigne died. Mm-hmm. There's no one knows how or why. Yeah, died. Uh-huh. And then the record company was like, Avril Lavigne's too valuable for us, so we gotta put, we <laughs> gotta, gotta sweep this under the yeah. rug, and get this body double in here. And evidently, since like 2003 or something, oh no, that's probably way no, but like 2007. I, I don't know. No, some point. 2000 something. One of her marriages. Yeah. So, oh, that's a good point. Derek Wibley. I wonder was Derek Chad Wibley Kruger. married to the? Is Derek Wibley in on it? Maybe. Oh, and did then did he kill? <gasps> What if he killed Avril Lavigne? That would be insane. Do you think that Chad Kroger was just married to the body double? Yeah, I believe yeah. Chad Kroger's probably just married to the body because double. Because I can't imagine Avril Lavigne wanting to actually marry him. But, I mean, there's a lot I don't know. But the body double, Melissa, her name mm-hmm. was Melissa. Oh, Melissa. Yeah, so she was. She must have been in love with Chad Kroger. I once had to do something with Derek Wibley, mm-hmm. the job thing. Uh-huh. He sucked. Oh, I'm not surprised. Yeah. He, he kind of looks like he sucks. It's a little smush face. A little smush face. Yeah. I wrote this like copy for him, and mm-hmm. then like he went up on stage, and was like, "Some writer wrote some stupid shit. I'm not gonna say any of it." And just like what said a his dick. own stuff. But I you- was so mad. I was like, "I'm not fucking writing anymore for these idiots." But you know what? He's Canadian. I wonder. Yeah. Wonder if he watches Degrassi. He probably listens to this. Yeah. He's probably like, "Oh, that dickhead." <laughs> Whatever it takes. That rage will get you through. So welcome to the Degrassi Every Episode Ever Marathon Podcast. I'm Rachel. I'm Pat. It's great to see you all here again this week. That was a really professional sort of like intro. Yeah. So backstory. Yeah. This is what the <laughs> third time. Is Mercury in retrograde yeah, because I'm on. having some real tech problems <laughs> over here. <laughs> this podcast is not very professionally sounding anyway, I don't think, but we were really fucking it up. Yeah. I don't, this I don't know. This is like the third to. try. I hope it's working. Yeah, I think that my computer is possessed, possibly. So. If this sounds like that's or on us. Yeah, sorry. Sorry. What are you going to do? Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't work, you know? Yeah, it's true. Sometimes you get fucked by the computer. And you th- it's not that hard, honestly, guys. If you want to start your own podcast, like, it doesn't take that much to figure it out. I have done nothing. I just have <laughs> literally, I just show so up. A little Googling, a little yeah. buying stuff on Amazon. The real key is you do it with someone who does all the stuff and then you just show up. That's <laughs> was, the best gig I was, that I have. I was, um, I'm in a group on Facebook for people who are like looking for freelance jobs or looking for people to do freelance jobs. And someone was like, oh, I can't pay my podcast sound engineer anymore. She charges $75 an episode. And I was like, that's not that much for the amount of work that like if someone's doing all the work. And I was we like, should get one of those. also just learn how to do it yourself. It's not that hard. Yeah, but they make it sound so good. I Sometimes mean, everybody's always like, Pat, you talk too low. One of my favorite podcasters was at a um, conference recently, and she said that she had to give the keynote with someone who also has a podcast, and their difference in how they record is insane. Mm-hmm. Like, she does it real, the one I like does it really lo fi. And then this other person has like a sound engineer and has all of this soundproof spe- room. Yeah, and it's like, 
it honestly doesn't sound that drastically different. Like at some point, if you're making it sound listenable. I mean, I bet you there's people listening to this right now who are like, you guys are crazy because this sounds like shit. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) We do it not in a soundproof room, just next to a dog and a bar. Yeah, dog and a bar. Not like a bar. We got pillows up. You have an actual, like it's a bar full of all this booze. It's a bar cart. Yeah. It's the booze rattles if Pat gets up to get another drink. So that might be what you hear sometimes. Oh, yeah, that's me. I'm always getting mm-hmm. up to get beers. We're sitting in my apartment with no AC on, it's so you don't hot. have to listen to it. it it's very so hot because it took us like an extra half an hour to get to this point. Yeah. Anyway, we're I really... I feel like this was real boring. This <laughs> really hour, happy to be back with you guys this week. Sorry, guys. This was a boring couple minutes. We're, we're at episode... Nine, episode 109. Right, but it's really like the eighth mm-hmm. episode because the first two episodes were like one long episode. I feel like so you have like five really like more of doing episode. this before it gets complicated with other double part episodes. I'm already confused somewhat <laughs> yeah. by it. So it's really the eighth episode? No, it's the, the ninth. I, it's, it's, yeah, it's really the eighth. Mm-hmm. The first two are one. We were listening to all that Van Halen before we started. Yeah. Off. We don't have to talk about that. <laughs> we recorded a whole bit about Sammy Hagar and it was good, but I don't want to get into it again. <sighs> I Guys, mean, you, you know just what? have to think about what I would think about Sammy Honestly, Hagar. yeah, because we didn't even save it. It's deleted. So if you want to ask Pat what he thinks about Sammy Hagar, he will be happy to tell send you. Send us an email. Yeah, send an email to everyepisodever at gmail.com yeah. and ask Pat what he thinks about Sammy Hagar. And Myra, you can just ask me personally. You don't have to send the email. <laughs> I know I love that you send the emails every week. And please do it. Keep doing it. But you don't have to. Don't feel obligated. Yeah. You can just be like, Pat, what do you think of Sammy Hagar? And I'll tell you, I think he's the fucking best. And I'll explain to you why because <laughs> he's the best so do you think that this week's title is also a van halen song no what that i don't even know what it's called title. coming of age oh no it sounds like it's someone's song title but it could also be an avril lavigne song title for all oh I know. yeah we were talking about avril she's the mm-hmm. best she's dead <laughs> um coming of age coming of age so this was oh because of what happens to emma yeah, but I don't. It had not the Ashley story had nothing to do with coming yeah, age. No. I don't think. Let's deal with this fucking Ashley story first. Yeah, it's not as it's not the exciting part of the episode. Yeah, that's for definitely sure. not. No so, MVPs coming out of the Ashley story. I'll no. tell you that much. Ashley feels oppressed by Jimmy. He's suffocating her because he's around all the time. He's always over there for dinner, but. This is because Jimmy's parents work all the time and completely ignore him. Like, to the point where it's his birthday and they're like, just order a pizza. Like, no one's... And he's on a first-name basis with the pizza man. Yeah, Antonio. Yeah, he knew him and knew his usual. The thing is, is that Jimmy's sad because he lives in, like, a sleek, modern house all by himself. Mm -hmm. He's rich, though, apparently. It seems like They were going to have lobster for his birthday. But then they were like, fuck it, get a pizza, homie. Yeah. And I was like, do they not even realize that it's his birthday? Are they that bad? they knew it was his birthday. Yeah. He just wanted to spend it with his girlfriend and his best friend, Toby. Mm-hmm. What about that relationship? Yeah, that's an interesting one. Toby like, really went to bat for Jimmy. Jimmy is like helping out Toby. And then my favorite thing was that... Um, that's literally that, the whole and That's pretty story. much the whole story. I, I felt like Toby doesn't understand how romantic relationships work at all in his like defending of Jimmy, though. To the point where he said, "You don't, you don't bring people into your life just to throw them away." Well, and I, I think was that like, was in reference to like his parents getting a divorce. Yeah, maybe that's what it is. That's but what I, think I mean, the thing to is, glean from that, Rachel, it wasn't just like a throwaway line. Now that Subtext. I'm now that I'm not a twelve year old boy, because <laughs> like, you were once. <laughs> I was never a twelve year old boy. Um, I understand that like sometimes relationships end. 
And especially when you're in eighth grade and been dating for nine, ten months. like. But, to, but Toby's been, I feel like, you know, kicked around a lot. He has, but he also... I don't know. Like, what Ashley really needs to do is just explain to Jimmy how she feels. I bet you Toby's farts are the fucking worst. <laughs> Ashley's probably like, oh my God, I gotta get out of here. <laughs> and then, like, Jimmy and Toby together. That's probably what it really is mm-hmm. about. Ashley's like, he's suffocating. She said that me, she didn't want another but brother. He's suffocating. So. She's suffocating him with all their farts. Yeah. Because <laughs> those young kids fart all the time. Kind of awful. But Jimmy was nice to Toby. He was teaching him basketball moves. Everybody is so much taller than Toby. Oh my God, yes. Toby looks like, I mean, he kind of looks like there's something wrong with him. <laughs> He's so much shorter. He was Sorry, so that sounds really shorter. awful, and I don't mean there's that. There's like, nothing wrong with him. People who are like. He's just developing at a slower He's rate. He's just developing so much more slowly than everyone else. I mean, JT's like, also really small. I'm like, is he even in the seventh grade? Like, There's an argument. Yeah. Like, we, I mean, we could obviously look it up, but we never mm-hmm. look anything up. They might be like four years old. Like, who knows? Like, he's a. Yeah, JT's very small, too. Yeah. And, and and we'll get to Emma. She is just <laughs> so fucking tall. She's so she's tall. spikes in this episode. She's a foot taller than Spike. I know. Like, there's no way she's Spike's daughter. No like they chance. really did not do the casting on that very well. I'm like, how tall was her dad then? Like if she's that much taller. And she also looks nothing like Spike at all. Did you feel sorry for Ashley? I not feel sorry for, but did you understand Ashley's plight? I did. I understand Ashley's plight. I felt bad that she let Jimmy tell her to leave on his birthday instead of like explaining where she was coming from. I felt bad for Jimmy at that point. I didn't feel bad for well, her. Well, no, I felt I felt bad that like she was understanding now. She finally it clicked with her like why he was over her house all the time. Yes. And she didn't speak up about it. So Did we say that that's what it is? he she's she feels smothered because he eats dinner at their house. Yeah, every he's night. there all the time. So yeah. and, and then she was her. supposed to have like a girls night with Terry. Well, that was a that was a like ploy, a, yeah. yeah, she just made that up. Yeah. Terry I, was great in this episode. I also loved, like, in the beginning when she realizes that she's being suffocated by Jimmy, that uh, they're reading a girl's magazine, and it's like, when you see your man, it makes you feel... But she lied. She was yeah. like, makes me feel happy or something. Yeah, she, it was like happy, nauseous. Yeah, she meant so, nauseous. Yeah. But she said happy because she was wanting to get... You know, whenever... Mm-hmm. That's like the equivalent of, like, when you do what character quizzes you are on mm-hmm. the internet. I always lie because like, I want to get like the good one. Yeah. I want to get Jackie. Be. I don't want to get Roseanne. So yeah, I like yeah. say, I like, I want to be a police officer, mm-hmm. you know? So you, you lie. It's the same thing. It's just yeah. the 2000 version of lying. <laughs> exactly. Like, I, you would try to get Craig yeah. Manning. You'd be like, my personality is you'd pick dark and brooding. I have to say, and like this might be jumping the gun, but like I'm starting to feel like I can't possibly be either Liberty or Emma because they are so vocal about some things that mm. like I would never have done that. Well, you're not going to be completely all like that them, person. Yeah. I wouldn't have pretended to be a stereotypical gay person, probably. Yeah. <laughs> But I still am JT. I wouldn't have went, hey, girlfriend, like did the thing with my hand. I love that there's gifts of that. You got that gift. It was so good. I didn't even take it because you got it first. It was like you won that battle. I won that battle. For the Facebook. The Google image search battle. So then Jimmy, oh, but it it all sort of, I was like ready for this episode to end really abruptly about five minutes earlier than it did. Mm -hmm. Oh, they talked about Ashley's dad being gay, though. 
They yeah. revisited that. They revisited that. So he's not gone entirely. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think he's gone. I think he comes back later anyway. But um, but yeah. it ends with them getting back together, right? Yeah. Um, I also, because it was Jimmy's birthday and his locker was wrapped in wrapping paper, which and we she used to did do it, too. Right? Did you guys do that? Did you wrap? Oh, we had wrapped lockers. No, I, I have to say the word. I shook my head no, but you possibly <laughs> couldn't see that. So no, we I, we didn't really do that. I think maybe like some people did it, but it wasn't like a big thing. I went to an all girls school, so everyone had to make everyone feel really great all the time. That's nice, though. Mm-hmm. That's a good thing. Yeah. S- speaking of that, that's like very, that's a good segue for the... The Emma story? The Emma story. Yeah. Well, I mean, This was all about women empowering ooh. other women. This yeah. was... Excellent. This was a great episode. Oh, this I, part was excellent. I so do we start? Yeah, we wrap okay. up. We wrapped up with Emma, yeah. uh, Ashley, and Jimmy. They love each other. They like again, made. We'll, they got back together. Yeah, she he lives in a sleek, of, cold kitchen. <laughs> it looks very eighties, like someone would do Did cocaine. You think in so? There. It looked like yeah, yeah, I guess like American Psycho or something. Yeah. Like it looks very sleek. Yeah. It does. The episodes it's like a Dwayne a, Reed. Yeah. <laughs> Soda ends on a freeze frame of Ashley's face, and I'm like, "Are they back together or not?" It was very strange. I feel like every episode <laughs> ends with a freeze frame. Of yeah, Ashley's they don't. Face. They're just like, "I guess we're done now," and then they freeze it. I really noticed her eyebrows in this episode because of you. I <laughs> never would have noticed that in my whole life. Yeah. I really. Well, I appreciate them. that Melissa McIntyre also draws attention to her eyebrows on the show. What's what is it that they're just so thin? It's like thin, but also arched. Like they're very round. Yeah. Like you overpluck them so that it made this weird shape that isn't natural at all. Do they get better? Yeah, okay. that's the thing is that like preteen girls don't know how to do anything and then they just expect well, you to, I mean, this is getting boys into this Boys into story. like, <laughs> before they're like 26 yeah. don't know how to do anything. I so. mean, like plucking your eyebrows was something that like I figured out on my own, probably not for the best, shaving my legs. Also, Emma Story, getting your period for the first Dude, time. This was this was the best story that mm-hmm. we've seen so far. This was yeah. like the best of it was so good. It was such a good story start to finish. The writing was really good. It was I, funny. It, it was, was moving. The thing that was that there were there was one thing that bothered me, which okay. I will just say was that the the trope of like the PMS and she's watching a movie right. and she's getting all teary eyed because like the universe is just so big and we're all just specs in it. And I was like, oh my god, like I hate this. Like let's not like keep going with this. It's not like a myth of like hormone swings or anything, but like let's just like make this a trope and kind of write it off as, oh something's clearly happening with Emma. And she was like mean to. She, she was, yelled at it. She yelled she at people when they're so trying to do astrology. Like oh my god, Sean learned what astrology is for the first time. So there's something with the stars that tells you things about yourself. And yeah, I'm that's fucking astrology. I'm, and you're trying to tell me all the time I'm wrong about Sean. <laughs> I also love Sean in this episode so much. But I that made did me too. laugh out loud. I honestly so kind of liked Sean in this episode too. <laughs> so wait, so when Spike is like, oh, this is the. What does it all mean? Think does she know what's about to happen? Is that what that's I mean, that's suggesting? What I, I was surprised that she didn't say that to Emma because right. I thought that she would have figured that out. From, See, because I don't know that shit. So when that I've happened, also I never, didn't know. I've never thought, what does it all mean? Like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I and did I you see that guy's cried goatee? watching movies or anything like that? Well, that's because you're. A, a oh my cold. god, that movie that she was watching—it was like a TV show. I think I it was guess, a soap but, opera. Uh, I, it was just so badly acted. It was like amazing. That, that guy's goatee was yeah. like just a small strip of like. It was worse than a soul patch. It was it like was it worse. Was, it was like worse than. Yeah, a soul patch. that's a good point. Yeah, one of my favorite lines was, "Our love can't save us now." 
And then, like, so Spike decides to take her for retail therapy. Again, another thing where I was just like, oh, like, let's, like, make stereotypes about women. But but at the same time, at this, as it. soon yeah. as that was happening, mm-hmm. it turns the corner into mm-hmm. that great fucking scene. Oh, they're having some ice cream walking in the mall, and this creep walks out and says, "They I'm, could not have cast a creepier." I creep. know, right? I'd like to lick that, and it's just like everything about it. I've never had anyone say anything to me that's that creepy, especially when you're with a teenage daughter. Yeah, so I'm reading a book about. Um, about the patriarchy, uh, surprise, surprise. But one, the woman who wrote it, the woman who wrote it, um, was actually saying that one of the things that sparked like her kind of like awakening of like what a problem the patriarchy is was is that, this speech by Spike <laughs> that she gives in the mall to this guy was was seeing her daughter stocking shelves in a pharmacy like Rite Aid or something like that on her knees, and some guys walked by and said, "That's how I like to see a woman," hmm. um, and it was her daughter, and she was like oh, further down the aisle. And it's, yeah. So I was like, oh, people do actually say just as gross of things as this guy said. Yeah, it was pretty, I mean, that this guy was also like the creepiest looking person on earth. And he just like stared at them in a really creepy way. He was like, I'd like to lick that cone. I had one experience where I was on the subway maybe like four or five years ago, and I was sitting and reading a book, and I was looking down at the book, and I felt like something on my foot, and I was like, what's that? And It was a penis. <laughs> no, there was a guy sitting directly across from me, rolling up piece of paper and throwing them at my feet, but he was staring at me like that. Like he Why had that was he look. throwing pieces of I don't paper know. at feet? I have no idea. What did you do? You just left? I got up at the next station and I walked to the next train car. So do you think he was just like trying to get your attention? I don't know because he didn't say anything when I looked up. He was staring at you. He was staring at me the same Dude, way. Dude, you guys have to go through so much shit. That's I awful. know. And people don't seem to understand that. And like... It's not funny. I oh shouldn't have even God. made the joke about the penis being on your foot. I no, feel no, no. Don't don't feel bad about it. But it's like I don't understand sometimes why like people. What is the end why, game? Like what why is people want to be women? Does I'm like, he you think get, that like <laughs> he's gonna throw little pieces of paper at you and you're gonna be like, you know what? Let's fuck. Like, come on. That's what I wonder. I'm like, what does anyone think this is? And it's like, I mean, it's it's always about power. That's all it's about. Like, yeah. but I loved how that was such like a perfect like. Here's a real creepy dude just to kind of give you an idea of how creepy men can be. It was like William S. Burroughs. Was, was he talking to Spike or to I Emma? think he was talking to Spike. I, yeah. There was a little bit of where I wasn't sure. Yeah. I do think he was talking to Spike. Cause, and then Spike unloads on him, and it's oh. so great. It's so good. It's empowering. She's like, fuck you. You don't, you make, and it was like mm-hmm. so relevant to what's happening yeah. now. She's like, when you talk like that to us, that makes us feel scared. Don't do that, you fucking idiot. Yeah. It was so great. And then Emma was embarrassed. Yeah. But Emma doesn't know yet that that's like what. Exactly. Even though she like. was almost because raped in a hotel. She's becoming room. a woman. She was almost raped in that hotel. Oh, yeah. Like, we already forgot about that. She should know. Yeah. (laughs) Fucking men are awful. I do love how she says that she still wants to be a child in this episode. And I was like, you almost got raped by a man. Like, your innocence was already taken. (laughs) They took your computer for evidence. 
So God, yeah. Spike gives an amazing, it's, it's really so, and the thing that was crazy is how relevant it is to exactly right this minute. Yeah. It's never not relevant. She was great. It was like the first time we've seen Spike since that episode where Miriam Catherine was almost raped in the hotel yeah, room. Yeah, she hasn't been back at all. And she was so great. I was so happy. to. I like almost clapped. I stood up. Mm-hmm. This was a great story. This was women empowering women. Yeah. It was so everybody across the board. Yeah. And I mean, like, obviously, getting your first period is not something that you can relate to. <laughs> Me, personally? No, I, I certainly can't. I've no. never had a But I was like, it is like, it's such, I mean, just like I was saying, like, shaving your legs for the first, and like, plucking your eyebrows and stuff. It's just like, oh, what the fuck is this? And why do I feel like this? And like, 20, 21 years later, I'm like, oh, now I get it. Like, right. like right. I've, this has been over half my life. I've lived like this. And now I'm like, I'm finally like understanding. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't really, I, I don't, I can't relate, but I, I empathize. Yeah. So Emma gets like a super cute blue suede skirt that she wears to school and she like can everyone, wear it with anything. She can wear it with anything. Cause apparently you could wear a blue suede skirt with anything. With she anything. wears it with a striped rib turtleneck that I was like, I guess that goes. I'm not really sure. She is standing a foot taller than Spike. Yeah. She's standing a f- two feet taller than Manny. Mm-hmm. She is a very tall young lady. She's very tall. You can relate to that. I can relate to that. Also tall and also tall at that age. Um, so she and Manny are sitting outside and talking about something when Sean, she like apologizes to Sean about yeah, for yelling at him for about yelling the at him about the astrology. did I say I kind of liked Sean was like I kind of liked him this was like I a turning point loved how Sean was excited about astrology and he didn't know the word astrology but he's like such like, a goon I mean obviously right? like when did I learn the word astrology probably when I was like 12 or 13 like <laughs> when you were when I was when we were going to revisit this show mm-hmm. I never thought that I would think Sean was a bigger goon than Toby and JT Right? Toby and JT yeah. are like cooler than Sean, even though Sean's obviously cooler. But yeah. in real life, like Toby and JT like know how to talk to people. Yeah, Toby's but the thing is, great. They're still like geeky, nerdy, and well, like when you're when nerdy. you're that, and they're into like, you know, I mean, Toby has his own search engine. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> In retrospect, right now, Toby is like is the fucking best. Yeah, Toby having his own search engine is probably yeah, good for Toby's to future. He's like Mark Zuckerberg. Cool. Twelve year olds don't aren't into that. Twelve year olds are into people riding on the backs of motorcycles. And I like don't know. If, well, then certainly, but now I don't know that. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to say. We don't know what the children are doing. I'm in my late thirties. Yeah, I'm I'm far off from what the children are into. Yeah, so I think Toby in school now would be the coolest guy. Yeah, maybe. People still, would be like, still so much shorter than everyone. His clothes are just still so, so much big, so big. Why are his clothes so big? Is he going to grow into them? Swimming in those clothes. Did his mom just buy him one set and hope that he grows into them? <laughs> <laughs> He'll be fine there. By junior year, he'll fit into that polo yeah. shirt he was wearing. Yeah, so I, I appreciate the fact that, like, I see Emma snapped about the astrology thing because they're supposed to be studying astronomy for a science she quiz. Was she was so mean. So I um, thought she was getting mad because Sean was paying attention to man. I did too at first, and then as soon as she I'm was watching watching the horrible yeah. soapy show, I was like, "Oh, she's gonna get her period." That's why it's called coming of age. Because this wasn't yeah. about female jealousy. It wasn't about no. any of that. It was about so much more, and it was so great. This was the best story yeah. I've seen. So, far. so 
Manny and Emma are sitting outside on the steps, and Sean well, comes they're up. they're sunning themselves. They're sunning themselves. What the yeah. fuck was going on with that? So were JT and Toby. I guess it was just to point out the fact that it was warm out, which came up in a line later, but like that doesn't make any sense. Miriam yeah. Catherine on her Instagram stories talks about how there's only two and a half months of sun in Canada. Yeah, so she's wearing keenies every day. <laughs> Different bikini every day. <laughs> to be fair, I go to the beach like once a week, and I've worn a different bikini every time. She says, so like, new I'm day, gonna... new kini. New day, new kini. <laughs> Have you ever called it a kini? I haven't. I mean, I don't know. No, I've certainly <laughs> never called. It. I don't even think I've ever called it anything in my life. Okay. New day, new kini. We've been texting a lot about Miriam Catherine. Um, all good stuff. All nice mm-hmm. things. Nothing bad. I just much. see a lot of her Instagram stories. Now, now I only see Degrassi, former Degrassi actor Instagram stories. I don't look at any of my friend's stuff anymore. She's into the keenies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they're sitting outside. Toby and JT leave. Yeah, um, and so they're sun. talking about something. And Sean comes up and Emma apologizes. And then she's like, I guess that he offers or she says no, like, oh, she asks. she asks like, you know, she's like interested in finding out her horoscope and stuff. So she's about to go leave with him and she gets up and there's like a huge blood stain on her skirt, like dun, dun, dun. Yeah. And obviously on a light blue skirt, like, woof. Yeah. And Manny's like, did you sit in something? And Oh no. And they realize it immediately. And like, Manny is so finally, this was like Manny's big moment. Yeah. Manny had a big moment. She's so sweet. Helped Emma like, and helped her kind of like figure out. Cause she was like, I don't have a coat cause it's too warm outside. I don't have like any, like that you could tie around. She like that's what she had a gym clothes. I went, I went to an all girls school and like, even we were super embarrassed about if something like that happened. But like I wore Navy blue uniform. That's dark. So mm. it's not as showy. And we had sweaters. So you could just tie a sweater around your right, waist. And right. like that definitely happened. So off they go to the bathroom mm-hmm. and Manny is just like, I don't have any, my gym clothes aren't here. Your gym clothes aren't here. I'm going to fix this. She's like, I got to, I'm going to figure this out. She's the best, best friend. Such a good friend in that moment. There's no judgment. There's no laughing. There's no like belittling. It's completely, I want to help you. My best friend. Yeah. And like, yeah. And yeah, no making fun of her or anything. It's like amazing because I think that everyone's afraid that people are going to make fun of them. Right. That's what you would think. But it's actually fine. This show really treats this uh, getting your period as just a, a very normal thing. Like yeah, it doesn't, which it is, but it, it's totally. just so stigmatized. But most and shows it's like, would, yeah. especially like in that time, yeah. would use it as like a punchline. Yeah. And here it is. There are definitely, Manny's very funny. Yeah. But it's more, It's there aren't jokes. It's just her performance is funny. Yeah. And it's supposed to be. Because it's, it's like she's a sitcom character who's like bumbling around. So yeah. she's really funny. Yeah. But it's not like mean spirited in no, the slightest. No, not bit. at all. Not at all. So Manny goes to try to to figure something out and find something and leaves Emma in the bathroom and Paige comes in and Paige immediately knows like what's going on. And you're like, Oh no, Paige. Oh my God. Here we go. Mm -hmm. That's what you think. Immediately. Immediately. The mean girls in the bathroom. But she's not mean at all. Not at all. Yeah. She helps the situation. Yeah. She has a pad for her and like, it's, it's daunting. Like I remember feeling like that and you're just like, what is going on? I don't even know what I'm supposed to do and all this stuff. And so it was like nice that like Paige kind of helped her out. And they're like, I'm at a moment where she said like, I, I don't want to be, I want to be a child still. Yeah. Um, and Paige is like, you still are. You just yeah. have this thing. You yeah, exactly. Don't worry about it. But Paige, but now you're going to get like, boobs. <laughs> That was what she said. She was like, and they're great. I'm not saying that. I wasn't saying yeah, that. Yeah, Emma's right. like, I she don't said, want them. 
But it was great. So Paige comes in much like the older sister, and she's like, only there to help. Mm-hmm. Nothing negative, no jokes, no nothing. It's so Now, good. I don't know how realistic this is. This is like the perfect I think the it makes you realize world. that like Paige isn't actually like that mean-spirited. It's just that she wants what she wants, and she's going to get it. Paige and this had nothing to do with her. Like, this was an opportunity for her to just be a good older person in a great like blue fur jacket that she was wearing at one oh my point. God. Was it fur? And she it had like fur, a great purse that she had her pad into. Page was great. Like... Page is never disappoints. Page, uh, Lauren Collins uh-huh. does the most with the least. Yeah. Even if she's given like four lines in an episode, she's going to kill it. Mm-hmm. She's, the, she's the best. I love, I love her. It was so fun. So then Paige gives her a mini pad, not a maxi pad. Mm hmm. And then Manny, Manny shows back up with giant, giant basketball shorts. shorts. Basketball like. shorts. And so then there's like severe comedy ensues as they have to try to give like a book report in Miss Kwan's class. Apparently, like there's only two classes they ever go to, and it's Miss Kwan's or it's medium. Well, version. they're done with uh, Lord of the Flies because they were giving book reports on any book. No, but Lord of the Flies was the eighth graders. Remember, it was like oh, Jamie and right, stuff. So you're right, you're right. This was the class that did haikus last week. Right. Um, Toby and JT. What was their book report? It on? was on a book. There's a uh, called Pontypool. Not Strikes Back. I know what it's called because I know the movie. Mm. Uh, I wrote it down. This is boring. Pontypool changes everything. And there's a great movie called Just Pontypool. That's based on this. It's not a book. It's a short story. It is so good. It's a horror thing. It's like an end of the world zombie Mm. type thing Mm -hmm. about this radio DJ Mm -hmm. who's like the last person in the world, mm-hmm. essentially, oh, in Canada. Okay. It's fucking great. It was streaming on Netflix. It's called Pontypool. If you are listening to this and you like that sort of thing, it's a great, great movie and a great like little Canadian yeah. nugget. Adrian was the one who noticed it because we've watched that movie together and she was like, what? That's... Because I was yeah. talking about Lord of the Flies. Oh. Okay. So that was very fun. That was a f- fun little nugget. Mm-hmm. Is that what you call that? A nugget? nugget? Easter egg. Oh, Easter egg when they hide something. Yeah, it's like not hidden. It's in yeah. plain sight, but... I so mean, they're doing the book reports. Doing the book reports, and Emma and Manny managed to make it in. And Emma's got these ridiculous basketball shorts on that she's trying to hold up, and Manny's trying to help her hold them up. And, like, trying to hold up the shorts. Yeah, uh, JT and Toby, and JT mostly, mm-hmm. is doing his normal thing where he's like, what, did you pee your pants, Emma? Yeah, not realizing that it's, like, what it is. And so then Emma, this is where I was saying, I was like, I would never have done this. I wouldn't do this today. That's why I was like, she tells everyone that she got her period and menstruation is this normal thing and blah, blah, blah. Right. Miss like, Kwan. Mm-hmm. And there's like, I see Sean's eyes go wide, but then he also kind of like falls in love with Emma. The he same falls moment. in love with her. When this happened, when Emma did stood up and was like, I had my period, you fucking assholes. Yeah. I clapped. Yeah. I was like, yes. Was Adrian watching it with yeah, you? Yeah, she was Did watching she it. she clap too? She didn't clap. She clapped vicariously through me. I was more yeah. excited for it. I like put my my fist up. I was like, you go, Emma. Mm-hmm. This episode, that, that story was so, I thought it was so good. It was so good. It made me so happy. And I love that like, Sean was like totally falling for her. And then like Emma decides to start a petition because she always has a petition for something. Well, that's what Paige like made fun of her at one point. She was like, what's the cause today, Emma? Yeah. She was like, well, I had my period. Yeah. Yeah. To get a tampon dispenser in the bathroom. And then Paige is signing it Mm -hmm. and like says to Sean, like, oh, hey, you want to sign this petition? What's it for? 
And then he says, like, anything Emma does is a good idea. Dun, dun, Stephen Shiler, Stephen Stone. Linda Shiler? Linda Shiler, Stephen Stone. <laughs> dun, dun, is that dun. how you say her name, Shiler? I don't know. I don't Shiler. I don't know how you say those. Uh, I, was, I mean, I because I have a difficult to pronounce last name, I don't even bother with other people's. I'm like, it's fine. I can't S- say it right. S- wait, Stephen Stone? Yeah. Linda Shiler and Stephen Stone. I think they're married. Oh, that's I nice. think if I remember correctly from Wikipedia, sorry if you're listening and you're not, I'll find out later. Do you think they, lo- oh, so yeah, they would love each other then. Yeah, if they, they were would. married, they'd they love would. each other. They must love writing stories about 12 year olds getting their first period. <laughs> I loved it. I thought it was, I thought it, it was, was such like a good, a episode. good mo- it was empowering. There yeah. was no negativity. No negativity at all. It and I was like, like, man, I wish that this is how it always was. Right. There was the initial like, oh shit, I have blood on my skirt. Mm-hmm. But then it was like, let's fix it, let's figure it out. And then she was like, yeah, I have blood on my skirt, motherfuckers. What yeah. are you gonna do about it? Well, you know what's funny is that I've watched all of the Degrassi Next Class that's on um, Netflix, and this story comes up again. But oh, it's yeah. not quite the same. It's not someone's first period. It's just that like they get have blood on their like running short universal story. Yeah. And it's like, the thing is every woman has gone through this at some point. They'll be telling this story on shows don't, in 2044. Don't they wear probably light won't. colors. That's what, uh, Lauren Collins said. Don't wear light yes, colors. But she didn't know she went out, period. Yeah. I was saying they would have this story would be like in 2044, but it won't because we'll mm-hmm. be the handmaid's tale by that point. So, Oh yeah, true. We'll all be, we'll be whispering to each other about our periods yeah, instead of yeah, like yeah. talking about it loudly. They won't be teaching you a, teaching women about I mean I have like I'm in like Facebook groups that that are just women and people are like oh which like menstrual cup do you use and why and just talking very openly about this stuff but it's funny because like when I was like 12 or 13 it was the most embarrassing thing in the world right now it's like oh whatever let's just talk about well as an adult but for teenagers it's always embarrassing Mm -hmm. right I mean I guess I don't think there's any way for it not to be embarrassing yeah yeah it just seemed I don't like it's yeah anyway we can hope for a better future, right? I mean, <laughs> it's not looking good. It's not looking good. We have this party that's in power who's so obsessed with women's reproductive rights. Oh, so my God. Let's, uh, let's get onto a real downer part of this. Uh, yeah, how it's just going to get... I mean, I feel like, in my own individual way, very lucky because like I'm not trying to get an abortion and I'm privileged enough that I live in a state that's not going to like outlaw that. And right, but- But, like, the amount of people who don't have access to those things. Um, A friend of mine is working on a really cool, um, they're, like, they're doing these hackathons to kind of make, help make abortion more accessible in states that it's not. They're developing apps and stuff like that and things to try to get people to other states and, like, do ride shares, like, hooking people up with each other. Because, like, that's that's kind of what we need. Absolutely. Yeah. The administration is not is not going to make that easy. No, not to be a downer. I have like I'm curious to I like I say this all the time. It's just like it's hard to know what's going to happen next. Well, to be fair, like abortion was something that even before this administration that the Republican yeah. Party has always been yeah. obsessed with, yeah. and like closing down abortion f- facilities mm-hmm. because like the fucking. Uh, hallways weren't wide enough. Like, they've been trying to do this for yeah. ever and ever and ever. It's just going to be more 
probably easier now, unfortunately. Crazy control thing. I know. It's Let's so... all move to Canada, and then we will only... Have I was sick and watching this Degrassi. I was like, I wish I lived. Is this how everything is in Canada? Everyone's yeah. just been powering each other and, like, being nice? And, like, the mean girl is the one who's, like, really the most helpful of all of them? I know, right? Jesus. It's just a utopia. Degrassi's a utopia. Until... Jimmy gets shot. I mean, there's a lot of horrible and, things to happen and, to this. And JT gets murdered by a knife. Oh, my God. Don't forget, JT will be murdered by a knife shortly after Liberty gives birth to his baby. We still have many seasons to get to Does that. Liber- so. Do they keep that baby? No, right? They I thought they give it up for adoption. adoption. Yeah. And so. then Liberty ends up with Toby. Really? I think so. I don't remember. DJ Me Time. DJ Me Time. That's the, my favorite Instagram handle. And also DJ name. She's the best. Mm-hmm. It was just great. it was just uh, Liberty Sarah in real life. I she has a double barreled last name. It's um, a lot. I don't know. Either. Sarah. It was just her thirtieth birthday. Sarah to Tashar or something like that. Yeah, it was just her thirtieth birthday the other day. I think it might have been uh-huh. Cassandra Steele's thirtieth birthday the other day. So happy Cassandra birthday Steele's to them. <clears throat> doing great. Doing great. So this episode. Yeah. How yeah, much yeah. did it go there for? Well, you? here's the thing. So it was a great episode. It was a great episode. It did not go there. It didn't really go there. I feel like rating it on the did it go there scale is hard. Is what we're supposed to do because yeah. the show goes there. If this was like, how much did you enjoy this episode? It's like a ten. I yeah. love this. Was my favorite the the seventh grade story is my favorite story of the whole series yeah. so far. But it doesn't really. It's not really like the issues aren't very like um, scandalous. Mm-hmm. Because that's what it is. It goes there as the scandal. It's the scandal right? of it. And it's like getting your first period is not a scandal. Talking about it in class and having to go through all that is a little bit, but not really. It's not a scandal, and, but it's definitely like ballsy. Yeah. All the Ashley and Jimmy stuff is not scandalous at all. No, I feel like that was like, yeah. Not, sad. That was pretty yeah. sad. Jimmy was clingy because he lived in a sleek kitchen. His parents were doing cocaine when he goes to bed. <laughs> They left him a message on the voicemail to tell him to order a pizza. And then he From knew Antonio. the pizza guy by, by his name. He was like, yeah, it's Jimmy. And Jimmy's a common name. Yeah. yeah. The and he knew exactly Jimmy. who he was. Yeah. It's like, oh, the sad kid who Probably gets had, like, the pineapple pizza. Yeah, pepperoni. I don't think you're yawning. It's late. We're tired. Yeah. If we're dragging ass a little bit tonight, yeah, we apologize. So I, I gave it a three on a going there. I think too. you're being like generous. Yeah. I, I mean... I feel like three is the one. No one's going to say two or one. Yeah, because it's not that boring. It could be. It's a good episode. It's just not. Great a, episode. It's, not it's a, a 10 episode. Honestly, the the ice cream licking cone guy. Oh, yeah. He was he, pretty creepy. He was creepy. So I feel like that gets it up to a three. Well, here's the thing. So I'm going to say a three as well, just because it feels like it feels we'll say a three. I can say two or yeah. one. It's certainly not a four or five. Yeah. But. This is the this is the branded segment that's not as good as the MVP segment yeah. coming up, which I think my my MVP was uh, loud and clear. Oh, I'm so interested. Before you even uh-huh. say who it is, I'm not guessing. Okay, but before you even say who it is, I can't believe you said it so loud and clear because I don't know between four people. Oh, because you're probably picking off of like I went for an overall. I my MVP is Emma uh-huh. because overall I feel like her standing up to the class was like yeah, really what no did question. it for me. No question about but it. But I it's also amazing. loved a lot of the other things like the skirt that goes with everything and like 
yelling about astrology and crying about being a tiny speck in the universe and talking to Paige about like still wanting to be a child and then saying that like maybe she'll look like her one day and Paige was like you wish yeah which was great (laughs) so you're you're picking between four well I was a I was I really thought about this MVP and there was a point where I was going to be the women of Degrassi we're going to be my MVP Mm. I was just going to say all of them Mm -hmm. because between Emma Paige Manny, who don't discount, yeah, such a great friend in this scenario, yeah. and Spike, because yeah, that that that, speech, that yeah. speech is so good. But that's a cop out, so I'm not gonna pick the women of Degrassi yeah. because that also entails like Ashley, and she was terrible in this episode. <laughs> so I have to pick one of those four. So to me, mm-hmm. Spike has the amazing speech. How many times is Spike gonna be MVP? I don't know, not that many. Yeah. Manny is like the best friend. She's so funny. She has like great moments where she's like stumbling about. This is like her best episode by far. Paige is, she comes in, you, everybody goes, oh no, fucking Paige is coming in. She's going to be so mean to her. And she does the complete opposite and she's so helpful. But the MVP is Emma. There's no question about it. It's definitely Emma. She gives that great speech and shuts JT right up, Mm -hmm. which is great because I hate JT because you can only hate yourself. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's so (laughs) wonderful. And you're right. All the little things that lead up to it are really fun. She has a killer performance in this episode. All four of those women deserve accolades. They're all nominated for MVP, which is the first time that that's really happened. I really struggled because I'll tell you, my second closest one was Manny because I just loved what a good and I'm a sucker for Manny mm-hmm. but I loved what a good friend she was and how she was like we're going to figure this out I don't care what it's going to take everything you're saying is telling me uh, we have no shot but I'm going to fucking make it work and mm-hmm. she does She yeah. find, I don't know whose basketball shorts they were I, they were huge you know what Toby's. probably Toby's <laughs> Or spinners, remember? How I thought spinners. spinners I actually thought spinners, but I knew where you <laughs> were going. I also wanted to know where did she get these basketball shorts? Probably from like the gym teacher or something. Like oh, that. maybe, yeah. maybe. I loved how they said that you had to go to like Principal Radich to get a pad, yeah. which is horrible. That's I really horrifying. do need. Like we, I went to an all girls school, all girls school, sorry, all girls school, an all girls school, and we definitely had like just tampon and pad dispensers in the bathrooms. They didn't always work, but we had them. They didn't work? Like there wouldn't be tampons in Maybe, them? sometimes. You know, so it's not that they didn't work, they were just empty. Mm-hmm. Right, that makes sense. It was an old school. Yeah. This was a great episode. What was the name of it? Family Affair? Coming of Age. Coming of Age. It's Family late. Affair. It is late. I'm a little punchy, if yeah. you couldn't tell from the moment we yeah, started. Yeah, I'm probably going to go to bed as soon as Pat leaves. But I just opened a beer. So. Oh, so maybe not. Hmm. I feel like there's a lot of cuts in this episode, no? No, I don't think so. You don't think so? You think you just print it right to to right to Straight to print. Um, All that stuff about podcasting sound at the beginning feels like a drag to open the show with. Sorry, guys. You're learning along with us. I mean, I would probably cut it, but I'm just going to say no what I would cut in the episodes. Just point it out more. I love Sammy Hagar. So Sammy Hagar is a wonderful person. He is a much maligned uh, second vocalist for for Van Halen. He replaced uh, David Lee Roth. So people hate Sammy Hagar. Mm -hmm. Sammy Hagar is a wonderful person. Not only is his stuff with Van Halen fantastic. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's fine. It's not fantastic. When did he join? What year? Like 86, probably. Okay. 
Uh, he's a very charitable gentleman. Mm-hmm. He gives, he, he like has all these like soup kitchens that whenever he plays in a city, he does a soup kitchen in that city mm-hmm. and get this. He owns, I mean, this is very Sammy Hagar. Mm-hmm. He owns a chain of airport restaurants. 100% of the profits, 100% of the profits all go to charity. Oh, wow. Yeah. He's like the What best. is the chain? It's like f- fucking Cabo Wabo or some shit. That's like his tequila <laughs> that he has. He has sells tequila. Oh He's God. got the life. He's, He's the fine, best. Yeah. Sammy Hagar is the best. The Red Rocker. You should love him. I love him. So I gave you. I told you at the beginning. I wasn't going to tell you what I thought about Sammy Hagar. So I'm closing this one out with now my friends. Now you got to play you. Sammy Hagar. You got to play. You got to put in a Sammy Hagar song. What song? To end it. I don't know if I have the rights to it. Like dreams or pound cake. <laughs> Or uh, why can't why can't this be love? I didn't know that one was Sammy Hagar. That's I mean, I don't real. I mean, I. It's not what it takes. Mm-hmm. So tell me why can't this be love? This sounded great. You want to go to karaoke? Oh my god, I'm drunk and tired. <laughs> well, thanks for joining us. The again. best part Love's about it. closing this out is putting the air conditioner on. Oh yeah, I'm really excited about that. Um, I have no idea how this podcast is. <laughs> this episode, right? I think it's gonna be great. I have no idea. I'm, I'm like running. I'm like running on fumes. I feel like, Guys, but I think we're gonna. This might be the best one. I feel like you always say that. <laughs> it's lost its meaning to me now. <laughs> Guys, the other thing is, we still need forty six <laughs> reviews. Yeah, we still need 46 reviews. Get up on those reviews. Rate, review, and subscribe. You can find us on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher. I feel like we need a hashtag. Oh. Tom Green was like, you guys need a hashtag. I know, and like, let us know, do we need our own separate social media? Probably, but only like six people are going to follow it, and we're going to feel embarrassed because there's not a lot of people following it. we got to find some Degrassi fans out there. Here's the hashtag. I think we should just be the initials of the show. D E E M P. Degrassi every episode ever. E- oh, it's three E's. D E E M P. D. Hashtag D E M P. Degrassi every episode ever marathon podcast. D E M P. D E M P. Hashtag D E M P. Hashtag D E M P. Word life. Team D E M P. Are we done? Are we done? I guess so. Well, you got to say goodbye. (laughs) Jesus, Rachel. I'm sorry. I'm tired, too. Guys, it's been great. I love this episode. Pat loved this episode. I think it's good. I don't know. No, well, I mean, we love this episode of Degrassi. Oh, yeah, that was great. (laughs) We talked so much about the the audio of podcasts at the top (laughs) of this episode, but I don't know how good that is. And also Avril Lavigne. So... um, yeah, you know what's funny is that I talked about Ashley Simpson a couple weeks ago and she's back in the news. Like, <laughs> Why are we still talking? <laughs> All right, guys, we're going to head out. Ashley Simpson's going to have a new reality show. Yeah. <laughs> On that note. This is when everybody's like, this is too much. Yeah. On that note. We love you. We love you. <laughs> we love you guys. We'll see you next week. Holy shit. Bye. <laughs>